Happy Friday, October 16th. Welcome to The Three Things I Learned in SaaS Sports Tech and Live Events for this week from a very empty office in headquarters in Calabasas. Number one, SPACs. They are the talk of today. They're the latest innovation in a competitive market, really just an answer to a market need brought on by the evolution of private equity, keeping many firms private longer. The pricing and efficiencies in IPOs and the looming public market for sports team and holdings. I don't know how they're going to impact the tech or sports tech world. I just know they're going to over the next 36 months as I can't turn my phone on without being an alert or being asked about another SPAC. The questions come from everywhere. Team owners, investors, corp dev attack, sports deal makers, and so on. I don't know how successful they'll be for their investors, but you could say the same thing about VC at a lot of levels. All I do know is that there is a lot of private equity money that needs to find a home over the next few years or they can't raise their next round. So the most common complaint we've heard from a lot of investors, especially at the stage where our business is, a lack of good deal supply, where many are unable to hit their numbers into what they're investing in. SPACs are going to change that and create another option for companies over the next three years. That's number one. Number two, avoid the spin zone. If a company gets bought or sold and you're interested in learning the truth, do not bother with the press, puff pieces, or even calling their investors. There's been some high-profile kick saves in and around sports the last few years, which have been sold to us in the press as these massive wins, even taking advantage of the fact that most people don't understand institutional finance and how they're protected. There's a great quote in a movie, American Beauty, to be successful, one must always portray an image of success from the quite banal Peter Gallagher, who does a great job in that role. Unfortunately, that's what you're always going to read about these deals. Institutions are protected. When they invest in a business, they get their money out first, which means they can force sales. When they force the sale, it is the job of the CEO for she or he to go out and talk about how positive this is, even when it's not positive as many of those weren't. How do you find out the truth? Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone and call the businesses that that fund had invested in. Call the executives at those businesses who have recently left. They will tell you everything you need to know about what that business is doing. And you can put those pieces together and find out the truth. People ask us all the time how we knew about deals before they happened. It's simple, we asked, and it only takes 10 minutes. That's number two. And finally, it's difficult to see some that are out there espousing a we're all in this together servant leadership mantra while they take private cars to work, eat at the steakhouse and fly first class while their team doesn't get to participate in those things. The most ridiculous sin is in sports where there's a forced dress code and then the leadership shows up in custom suits to highlight the wealth and status gap between management and the minions, something I experienced 15 years ago when I worked for sports teams. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a ton of viability to the East Coast way of doing things. It's motivational for so many people and it works fantastically in a number of industries. It is, however, counter to the Gordon Moore and Robert Noyce Intel way, which is what shapes Silicon Valley culture. You know, it has a lot of people talking about how they're servant leaders while they do it in their $5,000 custom suit, as Joe Bluth would say, come on. You know, it's a great way for us and for you to attract talent away from the matrix. And when they get here, it always takes them a few weeks to start dressing like themselves. Our dress code's pretty simple. No pajamas, try to wear shoes. And by the way, I don't fly first class on the company dime. I don't eat steak dinners on the company dime. And you're not going to catch me in five-star hotels on the company dime. And that's something that's really driven our culture here and can drive yours. That's it for this week. We'll catch up next week.